But um, I wanted it to be fake. I wanted it to be a typo. And I went through his timeline, and he'd been calling his team the Sweaties for a long time. Strong, so, yeah. Um, I feel like... Isolated he, event? Huh? It wasn't an isolated event? No. It's, a, it's habitual. <laughs> 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 it's an official name. So I feel like we got like 10, 12 fans or whatever. Um, and I think like out of those, like three of them might, like we might be the personal favorite of like two or three of them. <laughs> so we got to come up with a name for our, our individual fans. Oh, the Phillies? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. Man. The feeling sounds so perverted, but I'm talking about you specifically. Like, it's probably about <laughs> three or four bitches who tune in just to hear C Major. Oh, I've so already thought about this. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's already got a half. Yeah, hey, hey, the, the major rats. And that's the fucked up thing is, it goes for niggas too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That just oh, got a hive. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Feel like we all need to. We all need to submit our. Uh, since since Major jumped off with the Majorettes, we all got to submit ours now. We can't just be like, the only one to name his crew. I mean, I kind of named my crew too. Hey, okay. and it's trash. <laughs> the Nellies. Nope. <laughs> I was thinking the same. Thing. Nope. The Beef Nellingtons. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. That's nasty. Wow. That's nasty. <laughs> wow. There's no need for the beef. I don't understand. <laughs> oh, but there is need for the beef. <laughs> See. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Either Beef Nellingtons or Nellington Park. I like Nellington Park. All right. Beef Nellington is just nasty. <laughs> you do what you're doing with it. It's tanky. <laughs> I like yeah, it. That, that Joe do got a twang on it. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got a bad bitch back there? Look, wait a minute. Hey. Doing it. Doing the damn thing. Waffles are like, buttery. Oh. I know. It looked like her <laughs> wrist was just whipping. Right. <laughs> 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 Cooking something, but I don't. Know. How the hell you get a laptop camera to go to do what you just what is doing right now? Oh. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to understand the physics of that. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to. Are you on a webcam? <laughs> That's he got his OnlyFans set up. Nick, this is my uh, this is my go no. Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> you got a go no. That shit sh- shaped like a triangle. <laughs> it connects to the USB and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the cord, short as shit. I remember the what the webcast looked like an eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put the triangle at the bottom. Yeah, that's what that's his note. <laughs> you shouldn't you should look like you was on Mario. <laughs> Real shit. Look like I look blocky. The bitch that used to throw them little them little spike things out the cloud. I it was Mario used to have me beefing with characters, man. Like, yeah, they <laughs> they was like, How many ways can we piss the player off? 
yeah, man. Remember that big ass <laughs> fish that used to jump up and eat you while you was running on the grid? Yo, you still mad 25 years later. <laughs> man, <I'm, laughs> that's real shit. Yeah. Tell you, level level two dash three. I hate it. <laughs> last time. When's the last time the cube has been relevant? This thing is <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the I'm talking about the one with two buttons, A and B. Damn. <laughs> Damn. And he sound freshly mad. Yeah, like he was playing that shit <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Let me tell you about level two dash three. Oh man. Yeah, there's seven four with uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm not about to do this. I'm not about to go through this. Don't spiral. Don't yeah. do this. Don't do this to yourself. Real shit. That, that shit gonna make me go up to who who Konami? Who made Mario? <laughs> Whoever the fuck made him? That shit gonna make me march on their building. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all make a Nintendo game this fucking difficult. We ain't got but two fucking options to choose from for action. And you gonna add all this extra shit? See you about the march on GameStop and shit. Yes. <laughs> hey. <laughs> This nigga about to march on Funko Land. Motherfucking spot too, man. <laughs> Funko Land at Toys R Us. Toys R Us used to let you play the video game while you was in there, but you had to play mm-hmm. with the video game they had out. Yeah, all of Walmart used to do that shit too. Mm-hmm. Till niggas used to take the controllers off the stand. Yeah, man, I walked into Best Buy and saw the controller locked in. I was like, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what are y'all doing there? Now they just took all the games out of the shit. You used to be able to test a couple of them jumps, but now they's like, fuck that. You I better watch a YouTube tutorial. Yeah, I remember Sam Goody used to be able to listen to the uh, album. On the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. shit. <laughs> Nigga, you... They used to give us a lot of opportunities to freeload. Cause you used to be able to free <laughs> magazines in the store. <laughs> if you was off that day, you you can get a lot of shit done and not buy a damn thing. You really could. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you heard that new uh, Jay? Yeah. yeah. You see, you you wailing? <laughs> yeah, I did. I spent, spent two hours at FYI. <laughs> That's when a nigga be like, Did you hear that notorious thugs? Now you be like, Damn, now I gotta go back there next Tuesday and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting specific. I used to spend hours at Maryland uh, CD Depot. Oh, at, uh, when I was in college, because you could listen to anything. And they had those stations lined up across, like along the entire wall. You just go grab a CD and just listen. It to just it. pop that joint. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up. You talking about the one next to the bowling alley, right? Yep. And that's why I've been going as of late. I wonder if it, because the layout now, it doesn't sound like it has the capability. Maybe because the time frame was different. So when I walk in there now, it's very dated. So I'm looking around like, okay, this is a vintage spot. But then I'm like, you talking about like. A line of people in there, like, yeah, that's like a sardine can. No, 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 it's a lot different now than it was in the '90s. Because, mm. like, right now, it's a, it's a, it's a record shop. You know what I mean? For real. So you can go in there and dig through records all day. But it looked a lot different in the '90s. And you still not saying that. Oh I stole, my god! No, I'm not saying I stole anything. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that's what you're saying. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you did. <laughs> No, I feel like those I samples are tainted now nah, because they're I, on stolen records. I owe them a theft because I bought a, I bought a, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but I bought a record. But when I got home, 
it was actually two different records like that. The the record that it was supposed to be wasn't in there. So I'm like, y'all want me to go back to my old self in here. Y'all are forced <laughs> to steal. And when I steal something, I'm not going to steal something from the discount section. I'm going to steal something with plastic on it. Uh-oh. Hey. Just saying. You're going to steal something, they're going to have to go uh, take you to court over. I'm going to steal some motherfuckers. I don't know. Well... Good thing that your chest is the same size as a record, so you can just slide that thing <laughs> right up under your shirt Walk right and stroll back out. What's up, man? I mean, <laughs> your demo, man! Just a regular man. <laughs> Time out. Time out. Grease, I'm not even going to lie to you. I read your shirt, and I ain't going to tell you what I thought it said at first. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Wait, I'm not say, I saw the A, I saw the I-O-N, and <laughs> I was like, yo, I need that shirt. <laughs> what, what, what did you think I, it said? I thought it's, I just thought the second, third, and fourth letter was different. I didn't think it said ascension. I thought it said a, a blank shin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I swear. I swear. <laughs> I'm wow. Pro get, I'm pro get high. And that's what this shirt is about. Let's, let's all get high. I think if everybody got a little bit high, not just a little bit, yeah. Just a little bit. You can bit sprinkle high. high in your coffee. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be all right. We'd be all right. <clears throat> oh man. Uh CO, did you come up with a with a hive name? Um after all of that. I don't think I remember you saying anything about your hive. <laughs> Damn. Um. Oh, the the sea hoes. <laughs> <laughs> but crazy enough, that's better than the sweaties. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see. The thing is, is is C hyphen H O S E. So it looks like chose. Mm. You, you, you just did too much. Dang, <laughs> this nigga came with the Razzcast definition. Yes. <laughs> I haven't thought any anything about with mine. <laughs> the greasies, of course. Oh, I, I mean that's that's the easy one. That's yeah, yeah. Hey, we got because nah, there's there's too many options for grease. So mm. got, yeah. I would say the, <laughs> the toughies. Oh gosh! She <laughs> made the call behind the toughies. <laughs> just a just a slew of tough women walking behind me. <laughs> I fuck with it. Your committee need to be the reading rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> That's real shit too. Hey, what's tough women? <laughs> but butch women. <laughs> There's a story of of somebody's aunt calling me tough. <laughs> Basically, the Houston Comets. <laughs> <laughs> you take Cheryl Swoops out the mix. You got a lot of polo shirts. You see, she got a team of Britney Griners. <laughs> they go from a deaf posse to a bunch of dudes. Yes. <laughs> Cheryl Swoops was the only one wearing lipstick. <laughs> oh shit. That era in WNBA when everybody was wearing lipstick. 
That yeah, was a wild that, era. Yeah. <laughs> they was trying to sell that shit to men. They were really trying to force a narrative. Tina <laughs> oh. Thompson was like fucking six five with with broad shoulders. Walk like a nigga, but had all bright red lips. All up, man. With, all with up. straight back cornrows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. With with an oversized Allen Iverson jersey on. God damn. Street clothes didn't match the lipstick at all. When you saw him on the street, he like, oh, okay. I see what y'all doing. <laughs> WNBA <laughs> asked you to soften up your look. Mm-hmm. And they was like, hey, give they went to uh CBS and just like red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what they wear, right? Okay. Right. Didn't even the thing is it wasn't even practical because like who wears lipstick on a basketball court? That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Any type of makeup. Right. It's it's wild. The wildest thing I ever seen a man do on the court was like that time. It's, it looked like LeBron had put a little extra spray on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the wildest shit I ever seen. Then he lost that shit by the third quarter. That was the joke where uh, yeah. Anthony Davis looked scared. Yeah. Nigga, nigga. <laughs> nigga, this is a primetime game. Uh, wipe that. Wipe that. Nigga, get that shit together. That was wild. I, I ain't come to LA for this. <laughs> Nigga brought two quarters worth of hair and shit. <laughs> 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 Nigga, you ain't get the halftime package. <laughs> <laughs> That's because Carlos Boozer used all of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> nigga, that nigga definitely Boozer. kept it going. How you, how, you, how you spraying the middle of your head? Because <laughs> that's where your hairline started, shit. Then the, it, I thought the idea of it, because I don't know if y'all remember, I don't know. what. Well, no, that, that night at the comedy jump, that was all me. But one time a nigga snuck the spray in on me. Now, the thing is with the spray, I thought that you're supposed to spray it to how your hairline used to look, not how you wanted it to look. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas giving false hope. Yeah, nigga, your shit was never this fucking sharp, my nigga. I've been watching <laughs> college. Oh, nigga, your, your hairline was never over your eyebrows, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> With obtuse angles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what obtuse angles Hey man, <laughs> that's not the headline I want. Nigga, nigga. You were strong with it, then you then you doubted yourself. You should have. Uh, uh, yeah, I I mean niggas niggas who who get their hairline that look like Count Dracula. Let's just <laughs> real shit. Niggas got the they strong V. Yeah, they got a chill. <laughs> niggas got the blade. Yes, niggas got the blade. <laughs> <laughs> and then won't have a regular conversation with you. I'm like, nah, you got you, you low key got a dick and balls on your in your headline, nigga. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't fuck with you, dog. <laughs> don't talk to me. Don't talk to me about nothing serious. I'm like, okay, hey. Yeah, man, my grandma in the hospital. I'm like, but <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. nigga, your hair. <laughs> We are not about to glance over what the fuck you did. <laughs> we can talk about your dying grandma later. My nigga. That's real shit. I'm gonna need to talk about this landing strip here. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, brother. We need to roast you first. Then you <laughs> hey. Hey. You have a freshly paved street on your head. Nigga, you got to paint it in cul de sac. I don't understand. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck, man. Nigga head look like fresh asphalt. Like, that's real <laughs> shit. Right after yeah. that's some real shit. Right after they lift the cones up, you ever see that? Yes. That should make you want to drive on his head and shit. Test like, your tires out. Right. <laughs> that first, I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. That first nigga that get to drive over that shit when they move them cones, the motherfucker that had to drive around it be mad as shit on the low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You almost want bucket yeah. you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had to drive through this fucked up shit. This thing get the smooth shit. <laughs> Make you want to fuck it up again. Hell yeah. <laughs> I had a shit with people. <laughs> I remember motherfuckers. motherfuckers used to be present, write their name in the uh, concrete. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they be mad as shit. <laughs> I ain't got shit. no joke for that, but that shit just would be funny. I never did it. I used to watch it. I'd be like, damn, they can't get a whole motherfucking, they can't get a whole no. block for nothing, man. <laughs> they came through District Heights and redid our curbs, and every curb had initials in it. Yeah, and that shit. Some shit crazy, like something got real nigga for real, or some shit. Like, it was crazy, yeah. And, then, and then when I was coming up, we used to look at that shit as word from the Triple Four Prophets. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's like, all right, this is symbolism here. <laughs> You get that one homeowner that's serious about the shit, go out there and try to smooth it out. <laughs> White out with a, shit. <laughs> you be out there with a baking sheet trying to. <laughs> he got, well, he got, he got drywall caulk and shit. Like, <laughs> go in the house, Mr. Jerome. <laughs> was definitely the man across the street. His name was Mr. James. He used to be the nigga that come out there with a broom and a dustpan <laughs> on the front porch. <laughs> like, sweep, the, sweep the porch off. Yeah, now nah, sweeping a sideway. My life, so it's nothing but kids out here. Trust me, we are going to throw some little huggy containers on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Probably be hot, uh, hot sausage wrappers. All that shit. <laughs> yeah. Real shit. Hey, but off some 100 shit, right? I got a question for y'all. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess I guess it can apply to everybody. Like, have you have you ever felt like you've been swagger jacked? Like on, on for your like on, as far as art goes. Like, major, you're you're into music. So, have you ever felt yeah. like somebody seen your style and was like, "Hold up, let me try to do this shit like him." Um, <clears throat> style wise, musically, I've seen people I've done songs with, and when they chose to do songs with me specifically, mm. um. I've seen them adapt, I say. I'd rather say that. Mm. And they kind of switched the style up the fit, the fit, I guess, my vibe. Um, now, like, creatively, I talked on the show. I honestly believe Young Dolph or whoever made the artwork, artwork for Young Dolph mm. may have potentially seen the artwork for my Spark, the album uh, yeah. mixtape cover yeah. and, and ran with it. Yeah. Now, now, as far as delivery wise, 
No, anybody, anybody can chime in. It's, I don't want it to seem like I'm just talking directly to me. Well, I'm going to say this. I built a spreadsheet and <laughs> nobody was using the colors like I was using them, you know, or the definitions that I was using. Mm-hmm. At, uh, I ain't going to I'm, I'm going to keep facts. it. I, I'll directly say it, Jay. I've, I definitely jocked your style on a few things. I can show you my cabinets right now. I like, know. <laughs> you, know, you, know my, you know my home life is fly as fuck. But like, no, in, in reality though, like I've had people uh, borrow things from me just in general. Like, I, I don't, but it's always been love though. It's never been like a random person. Like, you know, you can have my cabinet style. It's efficient. You know, I, I seen people, you know, they like the way I strut in my shoes. Mm-hmm. The next summer they might have a similar shoe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I see I see shit like that. But uh I can't front though. If you if you need me to do a deposit schedule for you then pretty live. <laughs> my, my, my spreadsheet game is vicious. And I see some people who who shit wasn't quite so organized, now magically delicious when audit mm. time comes up. They spreadsheet look real familiar. They yeah. they welcome in that time and shit. Not gonna not gonna say too much. She won. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm Whoa! Starting international beef. <laughs> uh, for me, probably more like clothing stuff, like things that uh or style layers. I remember uh bringing in uh some fall layers one season. And then a couple of associates I noticed were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. If I if I post an Instagram picture of some shoes that I think are pretty dope, I peeped who would be most pressed to try to get those shoes. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Um, as far as art or being a creative. I try. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know too many people who st- stolen art. Like when I was producing, no, no I, I didn't really see too many people swagger, jacking or anything like that. Mm. But I can oh. assume that it's annoying as hell. Yeah, man. I started that motherfucking snapback shit in Friendly High School, two thousand eight <laughs> okay. to two thousand ten. Oh, Holla at me. Okay. Real niggas know. Right. He done. definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stamp. Wait, wait a minute. What, what else are the what, young niggas saying? What are the kids saying? <laughs> On mothers. No cap. <laughs> no. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> no, nah, like real shit, man. Like, like I've I've been I've been paying attention, man. And and, and there's, there's there's no shame in who my comedic inspiration is. I have no shame in saying that Corey Holcomb is my favorite comedian. His style, he's my favorite. There's no shame in that. I also understand that that type of style can you can have you can kind of become you can ostracize yourself from certain crowds. So it's a risk to be like, you know what? I I I want to talk shit like this. So I say that to say like in this uh this uh online comedy community uh my first few times participating in there, there was this one guy. His response would always be like, damn, this dude always horny. He always talking sexual, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm thinking, okay, cool. You know what I mean? I get it. Because, yeah, I feel like I'm sexually liberated. I talk my shit, I'm whatever, whatever. But 
Last night was especially interesting because all of a sudden, and this is the night after I hosted and was talking my sexual shit, and I think it was received okay by the, by the female participants. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the following night, this dude gets on there. The first thing he starts talking about is sexual shit. And I'm like, dude, this can't be the same guy that was clowning me for always being horny. Well, I mean, you amongst a bunch of, I would assume that he's amateur as well. Yeah, very much. Um, I'm thinking people are trying to shade. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all are. We all is 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 most amateur in the sense of like you know nobody has a blue check that does it. I don't know okay. if he's performed on a stage before or not, but you know he ain't got no IMDb picture. But go ahead. I would assume that in the midst of trying to figure out who you are and, and what works, that you often borrow from people that you see getting, you know, getting high praise. That's right. Uh, they say yeah. they say you're supposed to take it as a compliment, but if you also in the same boat, like trying to get your blue check or trying to become a professional at it, it could be. I could see where it could be very, very um, disheartening and cause some issues. And, and the thing, I think the main thing with me is that, like, it's okay to be inspired by other people that's in the same, uh, I guess, arena as you. It's okay, but it, but just accept it as that. You don't have to, like, try to dog them in the beginning first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but I, think, my bad, go ahead, Jay. I'm saying, like, I think you, you got a chance to see it a little bit, like, full circle, though, because you've always been that horny nigga or that nigga that talk about shit, you know, in a, in a sort of wild way. What we saw when you hosted, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking for major as well, but what we saw when you hosted was not only was you on your, on your freak shit, but you was bringing the ladies in, you was having dialogue. You was letting the ladies shine. You was having genuine conversations. You was bigging them up. Everything that you, he had with it, he didn't have the whole package. He took horny and ran, and you saw it with his numbers, you know what I mean, compared to your numbers. So it's yeah. like, you're going to yeah. see shit like that, but the difference was, when it's all you, like like how your set was, then the authenticity is going to make it shine. Like, his didn't go the right way, because it wasn't his. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I was going to bring up the numbers, too. Um Cause I I've, I've, I peeped a couple of them open mic jumps and with different hosts and your jump stays strong all the way until the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give you too much credit because you, right. you know, you my man and I can't do that. <laughs> Real but shit. Yeah. My, my my father would be like, yeah, yeah, all right, boy, I see you. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> give me a remote control. <laughs> <laughs> Not the thing the thing that you know i want I want people to take from it is that like it, it it's okay it's okay to, to to pull from what you feel works or may work for you. you don't have to bash the person you're pulling from, and the thing is it's okay to take a risk, you know what I mean like in the beginning I said in the beginning like I'm not still in the beginning, but like it, the risk that you're gonna take and just you know delivering how you want to deliver is that like you might lose some people, but whatever audience you do find, you'll have enough to keep them satisfied. So, you know, 
if you have like a, if there's like three percent of the population that likes the shit you talk about you'll always have something for them because when you try to manufacture it later i think you're gonna run out but I also like when I see a lot of criticism online sometimes when it gets thrown out there like that, like the way he was like, this nigga always horny. He was waiting to see some some co-signature with that. But what he saw was you continuing to get love. Then he was like, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? He thought that once he threw out, oh, this nigga always horny. Some people going to chime in and try to clown. Nobody did. Everybody kept fucking with you. So then he was like, hey, let me borrow a little bit of this then. And it didn't work. He, you like, know. he jumped out there talking about sex. And I'm like, yo, like, the thing, I don't know. Listen, I've learned, I've learned that with, with women, like, the, the idea to us dudes, we think that, like, you can't talk sexually to women. You know, you might offend them, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But the thing is, especially in the comedy arena, a lot of, like, you know, I don't think women mind that shit. You know what I mean? But some dudes try to go in there with the uh, politically correct angle and then they later realize, like, yo, you could have been this way. Don't try to be this way, man. I mean, I ain't gonna say don't try to be this way now, but I'm like, nah, nigga, start with your motherfucking, start with your entanglement jokes. Start with your, <laughs> you know that? Don't come on there throwing your dick around. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But yeah, and no, I just had to get that shit off, man. You know, I ain't. I, I guess it's pointless to talk about the bro that tried to that tried to get me for a joke or whatever because we've since uh kind of patched that up. But for the poor person who walked past and heard, "Don't be coming in here throwing your dick around." That's not the type of show that this is. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, still take heed. Like don't, don't. Hey, that's actually something you might not want to do. <laughs> Real shit. But see, Major, you have something for us? A good, good opening topic, CEO. Yes, indeed. Um, I'll open this uh, show off with a track from Just Misfit District, and is what it is. This is from the project Enterize Two, available streaming everywhere. This track is called Pellegrino.
I feel like I should be doing like in a very strategic and efficient like pot walking routine uh, to that. Mm. <laughs> uh, type of animated, you know, you know. I thought I you was gonna it. say that joint that might be had a nice bounce to it though. I can say that. That joint had a nice That is that is just misfits like signature to find a bounce with a with a unique melody and it's like real spacey and vibrant. Um, To be 100% honest, I'm not too familiar with is what it is, like his contribution to the work, but this is their second project. I heard the first joint and, you know, it's definitely shit that I'm vibing with, fucking with, like it's the type of, like beat tape you can listen to and like you don't the lyrics aren't 100 percent necessary real shit real shit well, well welcome to this week's episode of reels and Feels. i'm your host t reezy with my co-host hello i produce extraordinaire c major and that dude in the corner yo let's get into some giant news uh, see, Major, can you make me the host again? I made you the host because my internet was messed up. Oh, oh, hey, oh, shit! Hold on, that's a lot of. He a good because mm. I would have gave you a hard time. I just said nope. <laughs> 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 you got it. Yep. Three dots in the upper corner. You good? You the host now? Yeah, cool. All right, thank you. It, for some reason, it doesn't tell me. All right. <laughs> it told me. <laughs> Kanye Damn West's on, first campaign see. rally. Right? That don't work. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> Good ass breakfast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kanye, this is old news by now, but Kanye's first rally talked about how Harriet Tubman didn't free the slaves. It talked about abortion and divorce. He wound up screaming on one of the guests there uh, who quote unquote interrupted him, but allowed another guest who interrupted him to speak. It, It was a lot going on. At the rally, I actually missed it. Did anybody watch this live? Or I watched the clip, and I was like, "I'm okay with judging him based on whatever 50 seconds they chose." (laughs) (laughs) I can't do the whole 20 minutes with this nigga. So he's walking around in a bulletproof vest and going (laughs) off, (laughs) which sparked rumors of his mental health again. Sparked, uh. Captain, you know, the state, his hive to come in and swoop in and explain to us what he really meant. Mm-hmm. It sparked uh, n- numerous accusations. I think he actually came out and said that Kim wanted to commit him. And he feared that. I think what wound up happening later that week was Dave Chappelle went to visit him, Dave Dash. And anytime Dave yeah, Dash we all on the plane, the photos. we all, it, yeah. Go go for it, CEO. I don't even want to read this. That's why Jerobi went and visited him. I think that's what we need to talk about. The fact that <laughs> Jerobi went to go see Kanye. Damn. <laughs> but the thing about it though is like people aren't even like people 
aren't even taking into consideration what the people around him are saying. Like, I saw a lot of people saying, you know, where's Kim? How, where's his family? Where are the people who love him? Kim also released a statement, but all of that shit, he was talking about how Kim and uh, Chris Jenner were trying to get him committed. They, they both know that they can't. So that's all false. Like, he's an adult. And part of the protections under the Americans with Disabilities Act is that a person can't go and take another adult and go and have them committed because that atrocity did happen at one point in this country and people realized how fucked up it was so it can't happen. <laughs> so people who were like, everything that he was saying and tweeting, people who were like, yeah, no, that, that, that's not what was happening. Um, I saw maybe 15 minutes of his rally and then I saw people saying, no, because if you saw the whole thing, then you would see that he was talking some good shit. There was no good shit. There was no good shit at all. <laughs> I, I, I don't care how much you fuck with late registration. I don't give a fuck about how much you fuck with him as a black man. I don't give a fuck about if he loaned you $500. Whatever makes you love him, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Nothing that he said was of any value. Um, I, I can't attribute it to his bipolar status. I'm not here to do that. But what I will say is that the things that he was saying on the platform that he was saying it, that shit was harmful and it wasn't cool. Yeah, my thing is, like, I'm, I'm usually a voice of like, a, I guess, alternative perspective, if I can say that. But this dude is so difficult to find it with him. Like I'm a fan of his of uh, shit. After well, he kind of lost me at Jesus. So everything prior to Jesus, I was a fan of. But like it's it's getting to the point where I feel like he's trying to monetize mental health issues. You know what I mean? Because if you are this disturbed to where you have these outbursts, these uncontrollable outbursts, when all these cameras are on you, I'm wondering, are you able to toggle that shit? Because how are you able to be composed enough to get these stages? You're, you, I think he's a billionaire now. Like, how are you able to be composed to close these deals? And then suddenly, when the cameras are on you and you got an album coming soon, now you have these public meltdowns. It's just looking very strategic and opportunistic to me. So I don't, I, I don't buy it. I've been around people. I've been around people with various levels of mental health issues and issues in quotation, uh, whether it be bipolar, schizophrenia, whatever, and they are not able to just like turn the switch on and off. Soon as those camp, soon as Dame Dash went to visit them, oh, you're fine now. Soon as Jerobi went, well, I don't know. I don't know how Jerome but it's like, yo, like, how are you able to pick and choose when you had these these meltdowns, man? I'm not buying it, yo. I didn't even have to watch the interview to understand that every time he makes headlines for shit like this, this is this is what we are seeing. And I'm like, dude, how you how you ain't fuck up the bag yet? If you so fucked up mentally to where you feel like people are going to have you committed and blah, blah, blah. How the fuck you go from a millionaire to a billionaire? I don't know. I ain't buying it, man. I ain't buying it. I'd noticed that he tends to do this and strategically some way he tends to get what he wants. He goes on these rants. Like I remember he, he went on the rant about Nike, signed to deal with Adidas, bam. He went on the, the rant about not being on the board with Adidas, I believe, and 
he's on the board or some, you know, he's working the shit out with Gap now. So like, yeah, I think it's some 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 strategy behind it. You know, of course I'm not the man, I'm not in his home, so I don't know exactly what's going on, but it does lead some skepticism. Yeah, it's definitely I think it's he's he's a good marketer. Mm. I, I think that's what it comes down to and and I'm with you, CEO, and especially this year, I don't believe nothing. I ain't believing anything, anybody. The news can't even get it right. So when I see this type of theatrics, and, and that's what I think this is, um, or, or it looks like theatrics, then I'm going to take it at, at, at face value, that that's theatrics, and that he's got a product to sell us um, coming soon. So uh, good luck to him, I guess. <clears throat> it's been proven to work in his case, like C Major pointed out. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are spending a lot of hours, a lot of your time defending him, he doesn't need it. I, I don't. I don't understand that part either. So <laughs> good luck. Good luck to y'all because y'all can, apparently yeah, had a lot yeah. of time on your hands. And take it from me, defending Kanye West is a full time motherfucking job. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. <laughs> for real. Let's move on. Bahamas closes borders to U.S. tourists after COVID-19 cases spike and others still welcome. I've seen, I saw a, the last month I saw a, a few people on vacation and I was like, this is about to be real nasty. And see, mm-hmm. like, we're the Especially biggest... The people that I've seen on vacation. I'm like, you hurt me before. <laughs> I know you got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but Okay. <laughs> When you look at the map of the world and all the countries who have closed their borders to United States citizens, and you see that one area of the islands <laughs> whom we are their biggest source of income it's still nice. remain open. Isn't this where the fire the fire festival was? Bahamas? Yeah, right there. <laughs> so in other Those words, islands. they welcome anything. They believe every fucking thing. Well, when you hear one island saying, hell no, right. <laughs> your vacation about to be over here. Yeah. Vacation is about to be done for U.S. So y'all better get it in now. You can still go to Mexico, Cancun. You can still go to fucking Jamaica. Y'all better get it in now because this shit is, is serious. The cases are, have spiked and they this is a this is a case of an island saying, uh We'll go ahead and take that financial hit and keep our yeah. services safe. All money ain't good money. Yeah, shit. So, yeah, I better. I'm seeing a lot of people going to Deep Creek <laughs> in the summertime. Yeah, in the summertime, ain't shit to do but hike and and cook food. You you doing the same shit you was doing here? <laughs> Fucked up thing. I bet you groundhogs and deer are over there. Like, God damn. Y'all close, yeah, close. the bear's mad. Y'all niggas there. Yeah. <laughs> you see the way the bear walking in that crib. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Huh. Right. Like, it's supposed yeah. to be gone. We quarantine with y'all. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got real good food in here. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Macy's grants $9 million in bonuses to top execs after cutting 3,900 jobs. Now I'm gonna guess that Miss Janelle put this in here to like, ooh, anti-capitalism. Why? 
Why Greece? Why do they keep doing this? Why Greece? themselves, lining their pockets and firing the poor people. Why and, Greece? <laughs> and my I really just wanted to see you put your tie and your and your blazer on <laughs> and, and go full full Republican Greece. How the fuck do I get my bonuses if we lose money? So, the easier way for me to keep my bonuses is to cut these lower-level jobs, close up a few stores. Mm-hmm. We're still niggas. in the green. The accounting ledger still says green, and there, <laughs> there go. It's Everybody time. wins. Everybody, everybody who's who means anything. Who's anybody? <laughs> Macy's will shut down the 10 stores as long as them execs will get them bonuses, B. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and close the stores in Prince George's County. <laughs> that, that, that joint down by Metro Center was like the top of the list. Like, we got Yo. <laughs> oh, yeah. It be motherfuckers getting on the bus saying, do you go to the Macy's? And I look them up and down like, what the fuck is it Macy's? That's in your price range. Like, where's, <laughs> like, I don't like judging people. Well, I do like judging. You but do. I just be like, I'm looking like Slim. Like, yo. We down to how many in the county now? Like two or three? What is it? Like Prince George's Plaza and <laughs> Bowie Town Center, right? Yeah. And nobody. Damn. Yeah. Hey, man. This motherfucker smiling. He's smiling because he just got his $9 billion, million dollar Yeah. Million. <laughs> Senior Macy's executives. He got on the Macy suit. <laughs> That's the funny part is he doesn't have on a Macy suit. No, dude, like he, shit. He said, fuck them. I'm not shopping there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, C Major. I'm going to train you up one day. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. You're right. You are tripping. <laughs> like a person who worked at Popeye's eating a Chick fil A. And you'd be like, you don't, no, but I, don't, I don't eat his. That shit, like, yes. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. So these grants were usually who, uh, wait a minute, let me back up. I skipped a whole fucking paragraph. Senior Macy's executives were given equity awards of $9 million two weeks after the company announced it would reduce their staff by 3000 like two weeks. They was like, wait, don't, no, not this week. Right. Okay, this week. No, that, um, that was a full pay cycle. They said, we saved how much on payroll? Oh, hell yeah, yeah baby. Okay. <laughs> So five. So uh, what was the CEO Jeff Gannett received restricted stock worth three point seven million on July 9th, according, I guess, to a filing reported by Bloomberg. Five others, including legal chief Elisa or Eliza Garcia and Daniel Kurgan, who's the human resources chief. So there you go for your HR. HR is looking out for you. Uh, received awards of $350,000 to $3 million. Yeah, they don't really care about you. And oh, these people are obviously philanthropists and they're going to take their bonuses and... It's going to trickle down? Yeah. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the definition of tri- tri- triple... What is it? Wait. Triple? <laughs> it's yeah, your, pro- it's your it. system... Is your system grease trickle down yeah. economics? No, I was trying to tri- <laughs> triple my income is what I was trying to say. <laughs> triple down. Triple down economics. 
Oh, shit. Let's move on. Jeffrey Epstein's uh, case. Let's see. The U.S. federal judge's son was shot dead and husband critically injured. The son of the U.S. federal judge, uh, Esther Salas, was killed and her husband is reportedly in critical condition after they were both shot at their home in New Jersey. Now, the story is that this other lawyer who's racist and has had issues and was diagnosed with some type of disease just went on a killing spree. Hmm. Is, is that and then killed himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they killed himself. That's the story they're trying no to tell us. with the killing. Like, whatever happened to just killing one motherfucker? They be trying to go on sprees and shit. Well, he had nothing to lose, and he was paid handsomely, and his family is taken care of for the rest of their life. So he did what he was. If it was even him. That's true, too. There you go. But it's like, I'm sorry, can I just read this one line here where it says, speaking about the incident, the state's governor, Phil Murphy, said that the shooting was a reminder that gun violence was still a crisis. No. And that our work to make every community safer isn't done. This isn't about gun violence. This is about mm. Deutsche Bank. <laughs> Yo, like the, <laughs> the way that they're working so hard. Any other time when kids get shot up, nobody wants to talk about gun violence ever. <laughs> but now that a, a federal judge's family has been targeted, now it's about gun violence being a crisis. No, this is this is a targeted attack. This is pivoting. This is. Polit- this is the definition of polit- politicians and politicking and they, they're pivoting the narrative so that you don't pay attention to just so that it's not just oh it was the judge of this particular case it's oh guns are bad mm-hmm. please look over here while we <laughs> cover this up so I doubt if we see any real resolution from this they, I mean there really isn't much to do because the gentleman quote unquote killed himself but if you were to do your due diligence and do some investigating which which will probably not happen i'd be surprised to see how much money was transferred from who to who and and how that relates to the 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 assailant that was the the, the, that was the case right there that that is all the money like (laughs) man oh man good old america good old america good old america uh Nicki Minaj is pregnant and she announced it in the most um I'm trying to be nice in 2020. Okay. She did a photo shoot. All right. Uh good job, Greece. <laughs> and she dressed in a way to present her belly and announced mm-hmm. to the world that she is pregnant. So congratulations to Nikki and her husband. I <clears throat> her. Wait, what? No, I'm tired of these niggas fucking my bitches, man. The fuck? <laughs> gonna go and get pregnant for them, man. We was just at the basketball game together like five years ago. I got the picture. What the fuck? You <laughs> <laughs> said she's stingy. Hey, fuck you gonna go <laughs> pregnant for? I don't I don't agree with that. I feel like, you know. You don't agree that she's pregnant? Uh, like, what are you not agreeing with? <laughs> you don't have to be pregnant right now, man. No, shit. How pregnant is she? Cause there's always for, there's always room for one of them exclamation points. I'm just saying. She looks Mm-mm. pretty pregnant. <laughs> and and y'all romance five years ago. You you didn't do anything to cultivate that. You didn't do anything to keep it alive. 
How long was she supposed to wait for you, CO? I mean, she left me for Meek Mill. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 that makes sense. Huh? Why the fuck would she leave a regular? I don't person? know. You lost, man. Platinum <laughs> rapper, like more. Than mm-hmm. Miss Janelle, like, mm-hmm. what, what's what's this? Mm-mm. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not gonna do this. That bitch dressed like every horse on the carousel everywhere. <laughs> She's every horse? Yeah, every horse. Damn it, Major, you are correct. She is each and every carousel horse. The this bows, like, I mean. She looks like a cotton candy flavored hooker, doesn't she? <laughs> I'd still fuck. I'm not even gonna lie. Even Yo, it's niggas that'll pay big money to fuck pregnant broads. No, that's because they pussy only go one way. <laughs> what? You know what? <laughs> what? Nah. I'm, not, I'm not lying. You know, you can bomb in a pregnant bitch, and it's this, and you good. You good. Just, he said, he said that's y'all already. It's locked on one mission, huh? Real shit. <laughs> you the, the risk got the gate up. So you good. <laughs> Especially, nah, Nicki Minaj, you still get it. You still get it. I, yeah, yeah. This is Nigga a follow-up. Be mad as shit. You fuck a pregnant bitch and you, and you bust, you bust that baby's bag and put a new one in there. Oh, Same nigga, you bag. changed the whole DNA and shit? Yeah. Please take a class. CEO, please take a class. <laughs> yeah, just. Please just, take some type of anatomy, some type of health. So you yeah. tell me you can't bust take, take take one class. So you you telling me that a dick is not capable. God damn it. You know what? So, so, uh, what you so if I got a dominant allele in my sperm. So this is I can't Okay. This is the follow up to the judge murder uh news story talking about the lawyer who was identified as the shooter and he was uh racist, anti feminist and about to die, and that's why he went on this shooting spree. This is the news covering the, the news, covering the actual news, hiding the actual news. Who gave him the FedEx suit? <laughs> right, <laughs> an official, uh, official tissue FedEx. Can I can I keep it a hundred with y'all? What up? Like yo, up until a few years ago, I still had all my FedEx shit. I still, I might still got the badge. And like they don't take their shit back, like they both. That's because <laughs> they fire you in a so, way. That... <laughs> they can just don't show up. They can just. <laughs> so, so CEO, you gave him the FedEx suit. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're admitting on this podcast that you gave the lawyer the FedEx suit. What I'm saying is this. So easy, <laughs> it's so easy to impersonate a carrier. Like you can almost get a motherfucking truck. Like you could probably walk on the property, <laughs> get the key. It's easy. So that's not the part that should be throwing people off. The how did he get a FedEx? That is so fucking easy to do. I'm telling you. All right, let's let's move on. Hostage siege. I did give him somebody's address, and he didn't go to it. But go ahead. Um. Hostage <laughs> siege ends after Ukrainian president endorses Joaquin Phoenix film. There was a whole hostage situation because of a Joaquin Phoenix film? Yes, from 2005. A gunman in Ukraine armed with an automatic rifle and grenades has surrendered to police and released 13 hostages after the country's president consented to his demand to recommend the 2005 animal rights documentary Earthlings narrated by Joaquin Phoenix. The niche film 
recommendation delivered by President Vol Volodymyr Zelensky over Facebook helped end an hours-long standoff in the western Ukrainian city of Lutsk, where 44-year-old Maxim Krivosh seized a bus and demanded that dozens of government officials admit to being terrorists. He went hard in the paint for yes. a film. Yes. Not for the actual animals, but for a film about for, animals. Right. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what struck me for a film. He didn't talk and like talk about what 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 is Ukraine doing that's so terrible to animals? Let me we never got into that, but we won't sure. talk about this film though. Okay. I have nothing else for that. Anybody have anything for that? Um I feel like Ukraine and terrorism. <laughs> they just Let's move different. on. <laughs> Pure evil in the flesh. Well-known felon massacres three fish fishing buddies in frostproof. In frostproof? I guess that's the that's place. Probably in Florida. We won't assume that's Florida. Mm. Yes, I'm frostproof yes. Florida. <laughs> I just I just want to get into this title though. That actually does make sense. Florida is frostproof. <laughs> and they do host pure evil in the flesh basically but but he's a well-known felon mm -hmm. <laughs> okay now and they got a reputation three fishing buddies and frostproof well, he's not just a regular known felon this motherfucker is established in the right streets. right his resume speaks for itself 230 <laughs> felony charges <laughs> how is it possible <laughs> How is it possible to accumulate that many felony charges? And be out in the streets. Right. Oh, yeah. you're a white man. Okay. To go fishing and then kill your fishing buddies. Let's get into this. Uh, a 26-year-old man with 230 felony charges to his name is behind bars and accused of brutally murdering three fishing friends in Frostproof, the sheriff announced on Wednesday. Two other suspects were arrested and officials said it all stemmed from an argument over a truck. <laughs> this is so, this is when we supposed to have the heavy metal song playing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the suspect this is the white rage. Over a V8 versus Hemi and shit. Right, probably a Ram 1500 versus F-150 discussion. Oh, shit. <laughs> the suspects were identified as 26-year-old Tony T.J. Wiggins, his girlfriend, 27-year-old Mary Whitmore, and his brother, 21-year-old Robert Wiggins. Uh, Judd said TJ alone has a criminal history of 230 felony charges and has regularly been arrested from the time he was 12 years old. God damn. I have a hard time believing any of those people in those pictures are in their 20s. <laughs> God damn. I love jail. I love jail with it takes to end up upstate in jail in jail I fuck with it I fuck with it see maybe uh, before the triple murder Robert had one misdemeanor arrest and Mary had no prior criminal arrest so he just dragging his family into the bullshit so investigators said 10 minutes before Friday night's murders Damien was at a nearby Dollar Tree, Dollar General, before meeting Kevin and Brandon at Lake Streety. Detectives and detectives said Damien told the clerk he was meeting Kevin to go fishing. 
A plastic dollar general bag was found in one of the victim's trucks along with the receipt dated from the from that night, which led detectives to the store. Detectives obtained surveillance video from the Dollar Tree and the suspects were seen talking to Damien. Detectives spoke to the Dollar Tree general clerk who confirmed the suspects were in the store and recalling... Dollar Tree so bad. <laughs> I do want to say it. And recalled hearing Damien say he was going fishing according to the clerk. They knew Kevin would be there. But they still ain't say what the fuck the truck thing like. They still ain't say what the fuck frostproof is. Like, what can we get a state? God damn, it's Florida. Oh, it said it. It's yeah, yeah, at yeah. The top. It's the top. Yeah, frostproof. Oh, I, I didn't even read that part. I was assuming like shit. God, no, you're right. You're right. God damn, you can get 230 felonies in Florida and still be free. God damn. Okay, so Kevin. TJ punched Kevin and accused him of stealing his truck and selling the engine. <laughs> God damn. Oh, shit. Yeah. I can see how that turned into a show. Hold up, though. Did it say they drove to McDonald's and ordered 10 double cheeseburgers and two McChickens after the murder? <laughs> murder makes you <Yo>. <laughs> That's some real shit. God damn. So three motherfuckers and ten double cheeseburgers. <laughs> damn. That's Twelve a- sandwiches among them. Four sandwiches <laughs> per person. That you know what? The math actually makes sense. Cause I feel like after you kill a motherfucker, it takes about three, four sandwiches that take it down. Remind me, the double cheeseburger are the tiny patties, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah, uh, yeah that, that I can see that. But they got money because they more expensive than the McDouble. So I see you, TJ. <laughs> I feel bad for who got stuck with them two McChickens, though. Good. Good. That, that, that's the motherfucker who, who killed. That's probably the, yeah. That's the, that's the actual shooter. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the killer, whoever got stuck with them two McChickens. Because what they probably said was like, yo, we ran out of double cheeseburgers. So they was like, what y'all got left? McChicken? So somebody had to get stuck with them. Just saying, I know that scenario very well from working there. Oh, okay. Nigga just offer up another protein. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one time, Slim, we ran out of, we had, motherfucker ordered the four apple pies, but it was only three apple pies and one chocolate pie. (laughs) And they were just like, just let me get the chocolate. And I'm thinking, whoever gets stuck with that joint going to (laughs) be. You never hear anybody bigging up the chocolate pie. Ever. Nobody ever. wants the chocolate pies. They're <laughs> always available. There's a surplus of them bitches in the back. Uh, let's move on. Charges against former University of Houston standout and current Buffalo Bills defensive tackle Ed Oliver have been dropped after he was arrested in Montgomery County. Uh, the athlete was arrested in May on FM 242 near Peyton Village or Patton Village on misdemeanor counts of DWI and unlawfully carrying a weapon after authorities say a pistol was found in his vehicle. Oliver's attorney, Gary Patterson, told ABC on Wednesday his client's blood results came back and showed he had nothing in his system when he was pulled over and underwent a field sobriety test. Hmm. They said he had no, they had no claims to arrest him, no grounds at all. So, can we say he was profiled, maybe? Yes, that's what I'll say. Probably. Yeah. Yes. 
Because it's so easy to it's so easy to look drunk or look intoxicated. So and you'd be tired. Yeah. You know, you could just you be could, you just had a have had a long day. Or you could just got finished fucking. That too. I'm just saying. Because after that I bust too. nut, I'd I'd be looking like I'm on everything <laughs> on the band substance list. <laughs> <laughs> If he was coming from another workout, which it looks like he was dressed in his workout gear, I mean, that's one thing as well. But oh, yeah, especially just, if that pre-workout kicked in. I mean, uh, it started to wear off. Yeah, like, they just don't give you a, a benefit of a doubt at all, like, as human beings. Yeah. It's one right. thing I'm... Fuck motherfucker gonna have more workout. That don't even lie. Well, I'm lying. I do got a homie. This motherfucker did show up to the gym twisted. And this nigga banged out four sets of ten. God, <laughs> that uh, nigga, uh, alcoholic in their workout clothes. He gonna be in workout yeah. clothes in winter, in January yeah. and shit. He's always warm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. The CDC is investigating a salmonella outbreak that is sicking 125 people in 15 states. The Center for Disease Control announced this week that it is investigating a multi-state outbreak of salmonella. The agency said that while it and other public health organizations are investigating, they are not yet clear on what the source of the outbreak is. Well, thank you very much for not telling us anything. Look how they holding the salmonella open with no gloves on. And you you don't know. (laughs) They talk about the source of the outbreak. (laughs) Oh, you say that's the source right there? (laughs) Oh, my God. So according to investigation, 125 people in 15 states have reported being affected with this particular strain of salmonella involved in the outbreak as of July 20th. Those cases are in California, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, North Carolina. I should have said Montana, uh, North Carolina, no, you Ohio. Sure didn't have to, you didn't have to say that. Oregon. In North Carolina. <laughs> no, right. no, that wasn't help. necessary. Thank, thank you, CEO. Don't help. <laughs> Tennessee, Utah, Washington, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Okay, if it stay over there, Tennessee is about as, as close as I want that to come. Who brought it to North Carolina? Oh, never mind. Somebody who, somebody who the same person who was in Tennessee. Mm, you right. These the chicken washing people, probably. <laughs> hey, you, you might you might have did that. Yeah. I hope they get that under control. But the one thing that stands out in that article is they, they said particular strain. Like, they ain't never seen that shit before. Right. There's some new shit. All right. Shit. All right. Who they going to name it after? Mm. <laughs> Nigga, we about to talk about. Sorry, no. That was pretty bad. This nigga just got his result. But go ahead. Uh... Bismarcky hospitalized in serious condition. Uh, Bismarcky has been hospitalized for weeks with a serious condition, TMZ reports. The rapper's rep says the illness is not coronavirus, but rather complications related to type 2 diabetes, which Biz has suffered from for years. He's Wait, time out. Can I cut in for a second? Sure. <laughs> this ain't really say, but rather... Like yeah. type two diabetes. Like they said, listen, everybody, it's not coronavirus. It's just type two diabetes. Yeah, because everybody assumes that um, if anybody gets sick right now, the number one assumption is that it's coronavirus. So I think 
I, I get what you're saying, Mel. Oh, no, 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 chill. It's not corona. It's just diabetes. Right, right. Yeah. But I get, like, if you had just kicked it with Biz last month, you know, yeah. and then you find out he's been hospitalized for weeks, you might be alarmed if you thought it was coronavirus. And being that he's in Maryland and out, and um, you know, uh, you might have just kicked it with Biz. I you might have just kicked it with Biz. There's been a couple of instances where somebody's like, "Oh, they go Biz." I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Tap your smart. And it was, <laughs> was indeed Biz. Biz yeah. is always around Laurel. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, rest up and get well soon, Biz Marquis. I just cracked myself. No, leave it. Leave it in the vault. Go ahead. We're moving on. God damn it! How can a nigga tell Biz Marquis to tap his smart trail? That's fucked up. I don't know why that's funny. That's funny to me. Because don't Biz Marquis look like he'll try to sneak on the bus without paying? God damn it! You know what? Okay. He at least so, try like one or two excuses. <laughs> All right, so can I just can I just drop a touchy subject real quick? Yeah, absolutely, Michelle. Thanks, thanks, Greece, uh, for moving <laughs> along with me. Um, so this week, Drea appeared on a podcast where she stated that uh, Meg's Meg the Stallion situation reminded her of Bobby and Whitney Love, and she's here for it and oh. that she would actually welcome someone being so passionate about her staying that they shot at her. Um, there was immediate backlash. Meg spoke on it, uh, various people spoke on it. She issued an apology and clarification that while she was not trying to make light of the situation that Meg was in, she was just merely stating that she would like that level of passion perhaps without the violence in a relationship. And that got me to thinking, um, that, that perspective is not brand new to me. I've seen people say things like, you know, if a dude does X, Y, and Z, or if a woman does X, Y, and Z, that's when I know it's real. I wanna know from y'all, what are some toxic ideas about relationships that y'all might hold I think probably the number one toxic thing that I hold is that I'm not toxic. If mm. that makes sense. I, I try not to be, but I understand that my love language is very different than my partner's. Don't give me the big eyes, Miss Jennifer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Do not. But I understand that I probably do not give as much attention to her love language as she does to mine. So in a sense that could be toxic, but I don't hold on to any of these traditional hood type shit. Like I understand the hood. I understand why people, if I, if you go one and a half generations back on a lot of these people who say stuff like this, then everything comes into focus for me. And I understand where it's coming from, even within my own family, like the thought of what love is and what relationships are is because of dysfunction from the previous generation. So it's like, nah, I, I mean, I get it. I understand it, but that's not how I want to live my life or, or be in a relationship. So I try not to, even though I know for, you know, I guess the, the, the level of my toxicity might be a little, um, 
a lot less than what they're talking about. I d- that shit is crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's a misconception about you having to go through bullshit to know that it's real. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't necessarily. Well, at least I don't directly subscribe to that way of thinking. But that's one of those things that I think a lot of people feel like, yo, it ain't real unless you go through something or blah, 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 you know. Or if the bitch take you back, you be like, she really fucked with me, yo. This bitch really let me get three other bitches pregnant and didn't dump me. Like, she a true one. She a keeper. <laughs> this bitch is a trooper. Hell yeah. Now all I got to do is just not get bitches pregnant. I can still cheat on her because she going to take me back. The bar is on the floor. <laughs> the only thing is they, don't, they just don't have to get pregnant. Damn. I'm going to tell you, though, sometimes when you bring that, when you bring those uh, toxic, uh, I guess, standards to the next motherfucker, you realize, like, God damn, like, you going to dump me for this? Not realizing that that person's for this is actually something that is like real shit. Like, like a bitch will dump you for not being attentive and you'll be like, damn, I thought the people got dumped for cheating. I thought people got dumped for slapping, mm. you know, not for not showing you attention, but that's a, that's a healthy, a healthier standard. You know what I mean? Mm. That's my toxic trait. Like, shit. No, no. Tell the bitch how I'm not smack. Bitch, I could be smacking you. That's a real <laughs> oh my god! So you're telling ladies that they're getting a good deal because you're not. <laughs> you're not getting beat. Yeah, that's probably. Wow. That's probably. I, I I don't think I've uttered anything like that, but I have uttered. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm you mad about attention? Look at these other bitches, right? Like <laughs> oh my gosh! Your last nigga used to beat the fucking brakes off you, dog. Like what? The fuck? Matter of fact, hold up, bitch. I, nah, I need to give you what you you. No, nah, that ain't. Hey, that nigga didn't even he he didn't even work over thirty hours a week. Was it? <laughs> nigga didn't even file taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like this. That's some real shit. You looking at you looking at those couple pictures on Facebook. We know they whip each other's ass. You know it. <laughs> so wait, am I hearing that all three of y'all want to be able to do the bare minimum in a relationship? <laughs> Not all the time. Cause yeah. the thing is, it's gonna the thing is, it's gonna fluctuate. Cause sometimes I'm gonna go above and beyond. But the time mm-hmm. that I do the bare minimum, bitch, how dare you dismiss me? The one time I, did the I feel like I feel like it's a motherfucking. I look at it like this: if I go above and beyond four or five times in a row, right? I've done a, I've done accumulated enough good points to where if you catch me fucking another bitch, you just got to deduct that from my balance. That's for real you, shit. So you're saying you building up credit? Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. I feel like we all do that. You build. You you earn your cheat day, literally and figuratively. No, I've never thought about it like that, but I have been on. I know what not to ask Grease. See, Major, I would chop you up if you said some shit like that. But I (laughs) (laughs) no, but I I I will go into my modes. I don't I don't say a lot of things because I know the first thought in my brain is often the wrong thing to say. So I've done a better job of that. But as far as like, and yeah, if I, if I put in effort, 
I, I get what you're saying. If I put in effort, then I might need a couple of rest days because it was effort. You know what I'm saying? I might need a couple of just. And it, and, it don't ha- and the thing, it don't have to be cheating, but it could be like, damn, bitch, today I wasn't attentive. That don't mean right. that in totality I'm not attentive. Right. Right. I'm watching football right. all day today. CEO, <laughs> yeah, I'm CEO taking can I off. just ask, can I ask you something real quick, CEO? Sure. Do you, and I'm, I'm asking honestly, and it's not any judgment attached to it, but like when you are involved with a young lady, do you refer to her as bitch as often as you do when, you, when you're discussing? Because you, do you really look at your lady and be like, damn, bitch? Because I, I just want to know if that's how it's going. I really say it that much. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, maybe, maybe, maybe if I'm, when I am dealing with somebody, I don't call them a bitch. Oh, okay. I might say, well, I don't know. I don't know what term I use, but no, no, bitch is always behind their back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he still, and so that answer, he does refer to them as bitch. <laughs> yes. Especially, especially when, when, there's a, when there's a hindsight discussion. You, oh, hey, yeah. Bitch, you a, you a bitch with all, in all caps. You a bitch hey. in engravers MT. God damn. God damn. I know that's loud ass fun. Just saying, man. That nigga say you, you a bitch in Comic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans. 20. Comic Sans. Old. Damn. <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga, once you went to 20, you see how that changed things. Because if it was just 12, 12 is not. I fucks with you. If I, if I cuss your ass out in Comic Sans 12, we still, <laughs> like up that good. <laughs> Once you up that bitch to 20, my nigga, you really ain't got but like three motherfucking times you can hit enter before you're on the next page. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some real shit. I hadn't thought about it like that. Man. This is crazy. This is a crazy conversation. <laughs> I think I think it's foolish to assume that everybody is putting a hundred percent effort into that relationship. <sighs> Whatever relationship they're in, like you, sometimes you're exhausted. Sometimes you, it's not your day. That's all I'm saying. And sometimes I need a rest day, yeah. and I, I'm highly irritable or highly, you know, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. And so, I'll I'll let it be known. This ain't the day. Reese, thank you for not saying the first thing that you think of, because. I don't know if the if the listeners know, but I love your woman too, and I would hate for you to subject her to the things that you'd be thinking. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I, I will say I'm not a hundred percent accurate with the filter now. Phil <laughs> to be like, you can let that fly. Yeah. <laughs> say that shit. Say that shit. That's all right. Sometimes, sometimes she doing a high pass. She ain't doing a low pass. <laughs> <laughs> the bass come out and shit. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes the filter get a little rusty. Need to, hey, you know what? You that was out of bounds. Oh, you're right. That was out of bounds. Let me go tighten up the filter. It's loose. <laughs> I, I can't say this, man. Like the older I get, like the less tolerant I am of the idea that that Bob the, and it, when the Bobby Whitney thing, that's just. That's just a metaphor because I don't want people to think that they know what their relationship was comprised of. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That the the older I get, the less like ideal that looks. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yo, at the end of the day, like there shouldn't be a reason for bullshit. Like bullshit is so fu- you have to chew. 
you have to choose to be like, okay, we're going to have some drama today. Like, mm-hmm. the older I get, I'm realizing how that doesn't have to be a default. Now, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, we're going to argue from time to time. So it's cool. If today's Thursday. When was the last time we argued? On the second? Oh, shit. We got to do it now. Like, when I was younger, I would mm-hmm. think that was normal. But as you get older, you're like, yo, we literally don't have to have any arguments. Every discussion, every disagreement, every piece of friction can be a conversation. So that whole dr- drama is so unnecessary. But like I said, the older that I get, I'm realizing that. I don't know. Well, shit, Drea might be my... How, how old is Drea? Is she in her 30s? I have no idea. You're talking about the girl from Basketball Wives, right? The... Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. She I don't know that much about like, her. Yeah, I thought she, if she was like Meg the Stallion age, that would be different. Like, you know, you 20, 21 or whatever. But. Is that the, bitch, that the bitch that be posting that fucked up food? <laughs> yeah, apparently Drea doesn't cook well, doesn't take care of her child well, she but she's bad. And, that bitch say she don't mind being locked in the apartment while a nigga standing <laughs> in front of the door with his fist balled up. I'm just saying. That's yeah. how I think about it. Listen, temporarily. This is where it's turning, Miss Janelle. Yeah, yeah, we, we should have just. No. Uh, what's the what's the uh what's the what's the what's the closing track, Major? Got something for us? I'm gonna keep it. He, he's playing the song. God damn it! I'm gonna keep it brief, yo. Like real shit. Temporarily. I don't see, I don't think there's anything wrong with temporarily fucking with somebody like that, but not somebody making them like your full-time jump. Like if you are single, yeah. the other person is single and you just like, you know what? I want to go to her for this. And she says, I want to go to him for this temporarily. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with, with exercising your vices with one another. But as far yeah. as full-time, when it comes to full-time, meaning this bitch might come to you like that when you are uh, flying high, nah. That's a recipe for disaster. But if y'all both into some kinky shit and y'all just be like, you know what? You want to cuss a nigga out today? I want to cuss a bitch out today. You want, we want to get in each other's face and fuck on the balcony? I don't think anything's wrong with that. As long as no paperwork get filed. That's wild shit. And nobody um, gets pregnant. That's wild shit. Yeah, I've never... <laughs> I, I don't think think about it. That's basically the premise for 50, 50, uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Well, you get two people who just want to get their... So, CO, what's the... What's the, uh, the closing what's track? The Ike oh, okay. Turner. Ike God Turner. You'll never get in the way. <laughs> no, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. The closing track today is an instrumental by a young man that goes by Recon Music. Very low. In recent months, governments hastened to close schools while building boot camps and prisons. I was hoping that C Major would be like, yo. 
too. <laughs> Start yeah. rhyming, yeah. Right. One, two, one, two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I did too much rapping this week. Y'all need to chill. <laughs> I feel like AZ should be on that joint with 17 syllable joints. Wait, metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> metaphorically, I explicitly, you know what I'm saying? One of them joints. His title behind bars or whatever. That you know, I just that's y'all is all right, man. That's y'all is oh political instrumental. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I'll be one to rap about love and shit. <laughs> uh I look at my queen and the sun rises. <laughs> right. Then I black both of her eyes is okay. <laughs> she don't see me as the prize that eyes is. <laughs> oh shit! I see uh, you. I see uh, you. Uh, uh, After I gave her five nices. Oh, <laughs> oh, we can't give them all of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, one thing that we did promise them. One thing that I did promise them is that I would take a look at Plug Love. You did. <laughs> I watched Plug Love. I even sat my beautiful spouse down. Mm. And at first, she was like, I said, you know what? I'm supposed to watch this movie. She said, great, let's cuddle. And the movie started, and we never cuddled. Y'all was, was fighting. She was so She was so mad. At what? We got to <laughs> The storyline, the acting. I mean, my beautiful, beautiful bride grabbed a blanket sat next to me and you know how much how touchy feely she could be during the entire movie she didn't touch me once because <laughs> she couldn't understand why the fuck we were watching this together why the hate would have come wait. to her fingertips yeah. isn't love in the movie title it actually ties into what the touchy subject was when you think about it. I think it is. That, that's the perception. That's the perception of love to some people who subscribe to toxicity. I think your man, whoever the man, who's the man, murder, murder pain. Right, right. <laughs> he was. He, he honestly, he's not a he's not a terrible actor. If I'm put that out there, his delivery of of most of the lines, I could, I was rolling. She, however, she was the worst. <laughs> she was the worst, and all of the surrounding cast w was was pretty bad. He, you could tell with with a few more classes and a few more, you know, uh, uh, rehearsals, he could he could he could be steady. He could get some steady jobs. Breeze. He took the craft seriously. Yeah, Breeze. Now you do know you do know that he's like eight movies deep, right? So for you to say with a few more, this might be what he is. That, that, that might have been movie number eight. I'm just But saying. I'm gonna tell you though, he was a different dude in 211. So he has he has a bit of range. It might be Jay. 12 inches of range. Jay, <laughs> Jay you know I I'm saw trying. you know I saw 211, right? I know you saw 211. <laughs> nah, he was the same motherfucking. No, I mean, but 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 we we saw him looking more in love in plug love where yeah. he did not have the love element in 211 
Oh, I see what you mean. I thought it was the other way. I see. Yeah, he had he had a lot of nuance in his in 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 his face. His face didn't give away. He didn't overact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where she was overacting when it was time to look like she was like like yeah. she was mischievous. Then her face just looked crazy. Her, she had the same her, her was some shit too. The light skinned bitch. In the yeah, yeah they was all was bad. Trash. Yeah. That was all bad. Even a little brother, you could tell. Oh Lord, this little nigga. He he the, might be okay. Too. The sister was terrible. The, <laughs> the sister was terrible. The cop. Who was the detective, nigga? That nigga showed up with the suit. <laughs> he definitely borrowed that suit. He's definitely a customer. That's <laughs> what I said. I said that's a customer that he threw in a suit. Is like being my movie, and yeah. the next eight ball is free. Really? That dude looked crazy, uh. The detective <laughs> looked nuts. Why you say the system was trash? Right? <laughs> it was. Oh. But you, you, I think you wanted something, Grease, because I think the way that the acting went, you could tell who was paid in the eight ball, who was paid <laughs> yeah. in chicken, who was paid in a bundle. You know what I mean? Because I think it kind of shaped the performances. Yeah, hey, I mean, my man was grabbing his belt loop and. What we gonna do about these drugs? So I was like, what the hell? He was. I was like, is he a pimp or a cop? I ain't get it. Like, you this, know? this nigga's gonna smoke him. That's, <laughs> that's what he's gonna do about the drugs. Hey, but I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. The way my man, the way my man hollered at the broad in the beginning, the way Plug hollered at her. Mm-hmm. Is that does that ever? Could y'all ever oh. fathom that working? No. no, no, but I say that for me, uh, okay, and understanding. I have to, I have to take it back a few years. No, but I do understand. <laughs> you went through the history. Like, yeah, I had to go to the history. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to go look at a couple of other older backups. Uh, but I do have family members that I think it works for. Mm. Yes. So in I other words, you're telling me. At thirty-five years old, it's not worth trying that shit now. Don't do that. Don't do no, that. I think you. I think whatever you catch, yeah, is is the price of admission. But like, you're not going. Yeah, you you're catch. getting plugged so, up if you would so, do it like that. So basically, you're telling me that I'm going to catch something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Something that requires an antibiotic. Syphilis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Speaking of that, can I say something real quick about? God that? damn it! Okay, oh, I'm. Because you oh. said what? Speaking of syphilis. Is that what we're speaking of? Yeah, because I think it's very disrespectful for a bitch to give you an STD and, and recover before you. Like, hold up, man. The gestation period, though. She knew about it before you, so she got well, treatment before she called you. Well, she need to let me fuck her again so we can restart her timer. Bitch, I'm supposed to be healthy before you if this is your STD, bitch. Come get oh your syphilis. <laughs> I'm Nigga <laughs> 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 like said, you can't be on an earlier timeline than me. You can find us on, <laughs> on Twitter. That's, that's it. <laughs> and Instagram. <That's> it. <laughs> Reels and feels. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Uh, come get your syphilis. Took me out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram. 
at T Greasy. You can find us at Reels and Feels on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at C Major P U A C E. That's C E Major P U A C E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. Vibrant stream, streaming everywhere. Action on SoundCloud. Gotta get a music video on YouTube. Um, follow your boy. Got some new shit coming. Working with Twelve Dot. Working with Sway. Working with Chief. Yes. Chief Suede. Oh, oh. This album about to be dope. Whenever when it comes out, what is it coming out? Twenty thirty seven. Twenty forty six. Damn. Y'all have you said you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at dude in the corner. My bad. I thought you already went. Uh, <laughs> keep keep working, CEO. That shit took me <laughs> took me down. Okay. That shit was ex- ex- listen back. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Hold on, I don't think we while we while I've been recording, we talked about this nigga's grandfather and his metal shoulders. CEO <laughs> <laughs> held an open mic, and it was a, it was a man, my man. It was a real mass sway came through talking mass, about mass sway comedy. Mass way comedy came through talking about his grandfather's racist and he had metal shoulders and he went to Vietnam three times. First and foremost, you know how much you gotta hate Asian people to go to Vietnam three times, my nigga. My nigga. Hey man, do you understand how resilient you gotta be to survive Vietnam twice? <laughs> nigga, what? And let alone go back the third time. Like, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that's some good shit. Yeah, it's some great comedy you were part of. Thanks for introducing me to to Instagram comedy. I I was only following. I you definitely opened up the timeline for me. That shit is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh man, y'all good? Y'all everybody got a good day plan? Yeah, I know what you doing. C major, what you doing? Man, I'm about to finish this chicken and hit the bed. Oh, that's a great plan. No, oh, okay. CEO? Covering. So I know I'm fucking with <laughs> That's a great plan. I don't, I don't have syphilis. That was 100%. So I've, been waiting, I've, been waiting, I've been waiting for the whole episode for the moment to let that shit off. <laughs> that was some good shit. Y'all have a good one. Take it easy. Indeed. All right, y'all.